0: It is the Frank and Friend Show. Hi, I'm Frank Murphy.
1: Hi, I'm Becca James, the girl with two first names.
0: Becca, hi.
1: Hi, Frank, I've missed you.
0: Look, I missed you too. Look at us. We're starting right on time today so that we can both get on about our busy day.
1: Don't curse us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here, even on your day off from your real job.
1: I know. It's so nice to have a day off.
0: Becca says, I, if, if I had noticed that she's wearing comfy pants, I didn't look. I'm sorry that I didn't look because you're not going to work I today. did,
1: but feel loved because I put makeup on for you on my day off.
0: Me too. <laughs> what a special day. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here because coming up on Saturday, we're going to be once again at the Carnes Christmas Parade for our third. third
1: year in a row.
0: That means we are suckers. That means no, that means we enjoy
1: a Christmas parade. We
0: do love a Christmas parade, but I'm saying is once they find somebody who likes the gig... Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we really would have to be egregious to screw it up. I mean, you know what I mean? At this point, they, I mean, we, we're kind of baked in. This is in. why
1: they don't serve us eggnog at the parade.
0: No, no, it's too early in the morning for that, definitely. But uh, please do, by the way, uh, go to uh, frankenfriendsshow.com slash store.
1: <laughs> it's early.
0: To buy uh, fabulous merch. Uh, it's definitely hoodie season, and the hoodies are looking good. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and they're festive because they're red.
0: Or any other color. We have a green one. I mean, um, Bruce Patrick. Oh, I meant to put up Bruce Patrick's photo. He sent us a photo. I think he actually got a red one, too, but he got the crew neck red. Oh, nice. So imagine that Bruce is right here modeling his uh, Frank and Friends uh, crew neck, which makes me very excited. (coughs) (laughs) And uh, Sarah Roberto, you know, bought the the bucket hat. You can tell it's a Becca episode because I'm barely awake. (laughs)
1: <clears throat> I made me get up early for this, you know. I've been up since six because my kids get me up so um, incredibly
0: early. My alarm went off at six thirty. I just I don't think I don't I don't sound warmed up, in my opinion. Whereas when uh, Diva Frady comes over. You know, it's, you know, mid-afternoon.
1: <laughs> you know, some of us don't have the luxury of those hours.
0: <laughs> well, she was, she was that's her life, though. She no, starts, I, know, the, I know. In the arts, your day doesn't start till 10 or noon, and it goes until 10 or midnight.
1: I was about to say, I mean, yeah. they have such late hours. That makes sense. Exactly.
0: So uh, that's the merch. Uh, do like and subscribe on YouTube. Um, especially all you uh, kids from uh, Scholars Bowl who might be tuning in to see if I'm going to talk about you on this episode. <laughs> Probably yes, Uh, but do hit the subscribe button and make sure uh, that happens. Uh, So I guess I will mention that right off the top that uh, I'm alive again.
1: (laughs) Scholars Bowl is we
0: have wrapped filming the 2024 season of Scholars Bowl, 62 episodes. And you can tell because this table is now a table.
1: It's clean. Oh, it's it's not a... Um,
0: Scholars command ball Command center. Command center, right, with uh, <laughs> Jerry's computer over there and my computer over here and questions and stacks and other researchy items and things.
1: Can you can you give me a fun trivia question? Well,
0: there, yes, I can actually pull up dozens and hundreds, thousands of <laughs> I mean, of them.
1: off the top of your head, Frank.
0: Off the top of my head. Okay. Um, give me a category because I... Arts and
1: entertainment.
0: Arts and entertainment. All right. Um, The Mona Lisa was originally known, is known by what Italian name? La Gioconda. The Mona Lisa hung in the Louvre uh, from Mm -hmm. 17... to now, (laughs) except for a three-year period from 1800 to 1803, when what emperor had it hung in his own bedroom?
1: Napoleon?
0: That's right. Ten points. (laughs) <laughs> see? So how about that? <clears throat> All right. Well, anyway, uh, one of the kids on the winning team was so excited to be on Scholars Bowl that he made me a tie. his parents made me a tie. And I thought maybe, I don't know if it would sound too loud on the show if I tried putting it on to see how it looks. Um, but That's
1: really sweet. Yeah, isn't it?
0: And he, this is his senior year, so he's done. Sorry for the, the tie noise there, uh, audio listeners like Bean. So here you go. This is what they, but I thought the problem with it is it just this is how it would look on TV. Is it would just say I mean not that there's a problem. With you could
1: wear it for a party. PB. You know,
0: just mm-hmm.
1: yeah. It, it might be a little tough. On, you know what though? What? when you're taking um, promotional photos and that kind of thing? You can yes, use it for that.
0: I did. I'm gonna when we do uh, the press interviews in mm-hmm. January to promote the 40th season of Scholars Bowl. Oh, wow. My eighth, but the 40th for the show. Um also, I, I love the idea so much, though, that I thought about mm-hmm. figuring out how to make a, a t- one with the a step and repeat of the Scholars Bowl logo. Oh. So instead of saying PBS, it just said little Scholars Bowls all over. All
1: you really need the logo is, and you can find, I mean, I bet your merch company could probably create something like that. That's what I'm thinking. Something
0: like yeah. That. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I'll uh, <laughs> probably try to get that done. Um, so it was a successful season. I was Good. exhausted. Mm-hmm. I took a uh, seven-weeks hiatus from... Um, Einstein Simplified, you know, we met, I, I was late getting the, um, the last two <laughs> Frank and Friends episodes posted, but at least they got posted.
1: I mean, at least they you've got been done. a little busy.
0: They got done. A little busy. Uh, but it was quite, you know, anyway, I'm proud of my wife because she really stepped up and helped. Uh, we we were writing questions. I mean, she's
1: basically a producer of the show now, right? Does she, she even is. get credit on that yet?
0: Yes, do, yeah. on the day that uh, <laughs> she comes in and has her picture made with the other judges, and they stand there and they wave. <laughs> so you get to see her in the uh, in the credits of the Good.
1: show. Good, she yeah. deserves it. She does. So she does. She, she worked hard for
0: it. And so. I give her the whole check when it comes.
1: Well, that too.
0: I <laughs> oh, hear. Just you take it.
1: She's the manager. Yeah. <laughs> she's manager producer. <laughs> Financial advisor, everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, so it's, I, I mean, I'm literally, I'm doing the show for fun because I enjoy it. Yeah. But,
1: well, uh, and it wrapped up at a good time because it's, the holidays are here.
0: It's the holiday season.
1: Yeah. And
0: now, um, you yeah, I'm already. Are
1: you ready for them, though? Because you've been oh, so busy. I know no, I've been busy, too, no. with work, so it's just.
0: I'm trying to figure out what, uh, where are we in the game plan? Because I guess uh, we had to rush off that same week. First of all, two days after Scholarship ball, well, I didn't want to do anything. Oh, um, yeah. I had, I'm i still doing the uh, the interview show Up Close. We've got... Yeah. On uh, the Monday after Scholars Bowl, we did two Up Closes and then two more this past Monday and I got two more this coming Monday. So then I'll be done. Yeah. But one of the guys who's a guest on Up Close, he calls me and says, I was wondering if I like, uh, can't decide uh, which photos to send you for my interview. I've narrowed it down to 70. Well, I said, pick five. <laughs> or maybe 10 at most. Well, I was wondering if I could come over and we could meet for a few minutes. Perhaps we could have a meet you anywhere you want for about, you know, only 15 minutes. If I could just meet with you for 15 minutes and show you these 70 photos, I wrote, I I said, look, I gotta go. And then I wrote him an email. I said, um, it's not worth spending another minute worrying about the photos. I'd rather have no photos than spend another minute worrying about it. It's okay, it'll be fine. Yeah. Well, then, if, about an hour later, I get an email with exactly 10 photos attached to it. So I managed to somehow pick them. So I'm glad that worked out.
1: You know, but I understand, as a chronic overthinker, yeah. like, I, I get where you can get sure. kind of paralyzed by making the decision and afraid to make the wrong one. And then
0: I said, after the end of the interview, I said, uh, now, they're going to put some. They're going to have to do some editing and post because of a thing that happened that night. They didn't have somebody to switch in the pictures live at the show, as it turns oh, out. Oh, gotcha. As it turns out. So they're all going to have to be edited later. I said, well, here's your chance. If you want to send a picture that you would illustrate one of the stories that you told, you, you still can, you got, it by tomorrow maybe. Well, you tell me the chapter from the book and I'll tell you what picture, I'll send you the picture right away. I said, I smiled and nodded. I thought, I'm not going to think about this interview again until it's on the air and I have to make a social media post saying, tune in tonight.
1: <laughs> oh, the fun behind the scenes stuff. <laughs> Yeah, no, but I, I get that. The whole yeah. the whole feeling of just being not necessarily overwhelmed, but just, you know, you, know, I you just at, need to close that chapter and rest.
0: The definition of whelmed is beyond, I mean, overwhelmed is such an exaggeration. We don't need the word overwhelmed because just being whelmed is enough. Apparently, being whelmed is to be like oh, consumed just like underwater, to be just completely enveloped and consumed, just to be whelmed. So imagine being overwhelmed is like a. I didn't know this.
1: I was about to say. So, when, what rabbit hole did you go down when you discovered this? Oh, we
0: were looking at uh, vo- GRE vocabulary words. Okay. <laughs> there's a thousand and weird, a th- there's a website with a thousand and one GRE vocabulary words.
1: Okay, and because we're just like, how did you even find that out? Because the, I don't think I've ever heard "whelmed."
0: Yeah. Used like well,
1: everybody just uses overwhelmed
0: for um in the i think it was in the 90s maybe the 2000s people used to um sardonically use the word whelmed as that as meaning they were unimpressed not oh that movie it i wasn't overwhelmed i was just i was just whelmed and they meant it to be funny and it was funny but i bought into the whole idea that it meant not that yeah. bad whelmed is bad ah. so there's got to be so anyway <laughs> Uh, I didn't use it on the show this year, but now I'm thinking I like the way it came out talking to you, so I'll probably have to get that in there.
1: You're welcome. I would now like a writing credit on the show.
0: (laughs) You know, I'm giving writing credits to some of my friends who sent me questions, like uh, Dr. Frank Jr., Ph.D., and uh, my friend Aaron Littleton from Einstein Simplified. Um, Really, seriously, I mean, I was so desperate for questions that we were in colds. Yeah. Well, actually, I was at a church event, and I was talking to this uh, married couple, They're lovely people, the Brit and Jen Dalton. And I keep running into them a lot, because I emceed the Go Contemporary Dance Gala, and they mm-hmm. were there, their daughter dances. Yeah. Then there's an event at church. They go to the same church as I do, and I see okay. them at that, and we're talking. Yeah. And um, I mentioned Scholars Bowl, because I really, obviously, until I get over it, I'm not <laughs> over it yet, I can't talk about anything else. And I'm noticing. That it turns out that uh, Britt is uh, in phys- the physical therapy line mm-hmm. of work, and okay. Jen has it loves art, but she mentioned she hasn't cracked open her art history books since college. And we just get talking, and she says, yeah. "Oh, you should make a question about the something somethings." And I'm like, "Oh, that'd be lovely. Could you send that to me? Email it to me? Text it to me? Yeah. Anything it doesn't even have to be a completely formed question. Just that idea of whatever it is you're talking about." Because I didn't. Un- I think it's um, Mary Cassatt. She wanted me to okay. send to a question about Mary Cassatt. I'm like, "Okay, well." Um, it gets down to, now it's the day before the final taping, the final two tapings. It's Sunday. No. We're going to finish the show on Monday, Tuesday, and wrap. But we're still writing those last six episodes. Oh, that's... And...
1: Talk about um, time crunch.
0: And my white shirt. Well, we reuse old questions, but I also have to freshen them up. And we, and then we realize, yeah. oh, we don't have enough geography questions, so then we're on the internet looking. Or we yeah. don't have chemistry questions. We had Frank Jr. on the phone for three hours. No, it was nice, though. We love him. <laughs>
1: I, I know, but
0: it's just, it's... And he, so he's, and it was kind of quiet, because all of us are typing, and then Frank Junior will say, hey, what about this, and he'll say some chemistry question, and we're like, genius, and then he, <laughs> the next thing you know, boom, it, bing, it pops up. Well, there you go. The well, email. but it's just, I know that
1: you work on these questions well before you start filming. You have to filming, pin, you have to so pin the down the question. So the fact that you're still, like, rushing to get stuff, like, and for the final episodes, I'm just like, I, I, I'm, I'm grasping the full breadth of
0: everything. Yeah, well, that we had more place. shows. We had 62 episodes. Oh, wow. I even told uh, all the students in the last four, the Philosophical Four, I said, hey, don't assume you've heard all these questions before because we ran out, so we had to write a bunch of new ones. So listen carefully.
1: So is it you had more episodes because you had more entries? More, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we
0: had uh, 64 entries this year, the full tournament. Um, one ended up forfeiting. We should have had 63 episodes, but we ended up doing 62. So what are you going to do? But... Um, we still have to prepare all those games. Mm-hmm. Started to prepare sixty-three yep. uh, games. Anyway, um, so now it's the day. It's Sunday before, and I realize I didn't even think about them because they didn't send me anything. So I've forgotten about them, and we're looking at the clothes, and You're Jared says. No, we're at home here. You're and Jerry, home We here. realize I need a new white shirt. The old oh, white shirt. Okay. I've got a white shirt that that's uh, is too tight. I've got a white shirt that's too loose. And I've got the white shirt that fits from two or three years ago, but there's too much makeup on the collar. All we right, Goldilocks. Don't have time to clean it. So we go to Kohl's. We're going to buy a white shirt. White shirt. I know exactly the style. I know the brand. I know the size. I know exactly what we want. Yep. Well, Kohl's, we realize as we're there, does no longer carries uh, the style I want. They certainly don't have the size that I need because I've got to figure it out. It's, yeah. it's I call it um, fat boy slim because you get like a, one size up on the neck, but a slim cut for whatever yeah. reason, it works. I can't explain it. Yeah. i come some guy in a, owns a clothing store told me when I was in his fashion show. I'm like,
1: okay, there you go.
0: So we can't find this shirt. They've gotten rid of all of the uh, chaps. They've gotten rid of all of the Van Heusen. Wait, they, what? I used to go to Kohl's. Yeah,
1: because those are the brands that my husband wears. Yeah. He, he just hasn't been shopping in a while. They don't carry those brands anymore?
0: Correct. They've moved on to younger, hipper brands. Mm. And I realize that Kohl's has, I thought I was going to have to break up with Kohl's when I can't find these shirts. And then I, I start Googling it and I realize, and I ask one of the clerks, oh, yeah, we don't carry that anymore. So Kohl's had already broken up with me. I just didn't know it yet.
1: I was about to say, have we aged out of Kohl's?
0: Yes. Or Coles has deliberately re-tar- refocused their market to be younger, definitely younger than me. Well, I'm surprised I'm, younger than you. I would think they would be going for...
1: I'm kind of hit or miss because they definitely have some brands that are a little too trendy for me. And I kind of more prefer classic styles. Yeah, and that's
0: where they're going. Is but they're also,
1: I will say when I first got my job with Knoxville Area Transit and I needed to purchase a bunch of business clothes, it was, you know... Post-COVID, and it was basically all athleisure wear. And I was like, this isn't going to work for me. Yeah. And so I found myself at JCPenney, of all places. because I What a there coincidence. Ages.
0: Okay. Did you go to JCPenney? Well, let me get, to, <laughs> but let me finish the cold story. So we're realizing that there's nothing here for us. And we see across the aisle. I'm in the men's department. I look yep. across the aisle, and there's, I don't know if it's men's shoes or something. I see this younger, hipper couple, and it's Britt and Jen. And I literally, I'm like this, hey, I, would, I won't yell because I don't want to hurt your ears. You yelled at
1: them across coals. I yelled
0: across coals. Hey, Jen, where are those art history pictures I was supposed to see? (laughs) Now, for me, it's a Casey Kasem reference, so maybe you get that, too. Where are those pictures I was supposed to see? And my wife is chuckling. And they look at us and go, oh. And they come rushing over, and she starts telling me about Mary Cassatt. And she starts telling me about, oh, you should do one about the guy who attacked the Pieta with a uh, geologist's hammer. And what about... I don't know, she had three brilliant ideas right off the top of her head, things I didn't even know and never even heard of. Yeah. So I start trying to text them to myself, and uh, she gives me her number and the husband's number. And within an hour or two, she has texted in the Mary Cassatt question in question form. He has texted in several uh, anatomy, physiology-type questions that we can use. Yeah,
1: because you said he's a physical therapist. Yeah. Okay.
0: So he had some about um, something about the sacrum, which is uh, basically the... in your butt, but it was, a, you know, it's a good bone. I
1: know, I can't remember, but I, one of my Facebook friends broke hers recently. Oh. So that's why I'm oh, like, that's, yes, I've that's, heard of that.
0: That's bad news. That's yeah, a, she fell
1: down the stairs. Apparently they, she's okay, but she's had a special pillow for a little They while.
0: used to call it the holy bone for some reason. That's why it's called the sacrum, based on the same words as sacred. Because <laughs> in the ancient times, they thought that was the only bone that didn't decompose or when they would, you know, people get burned at the stake or whatever happened to them. They would always be able to find this triangular bone among the, the debris so they came up, that's why they named it that. And this is, you know, ancient.
1: I'm so glad science has taught us so much over the years. Anyway,
0: it's an interesting part. So they thought, some, some people thought that's where the soul resided, was in this strange-shaped bone. Oh. Yeah, that synthesizes as you're, after you're born, I believe. It comes to, all the pieces of it come together and solidify. Was that and, the question? Um, I Something along, the, it was probably simpler than that. I simpled it made it uh, simpler for the high schoolers. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, was it was interesting. Anyway, yeah. so i yelled across and we got got that checked off. And then I start googling uh, the Van Heusen and the Chaps and all those things. Yeah. And the answer keeps coming back: JC JCPenney. JC And we're right across the street. Yeah. You know, exactly. we're at the Coles at yeah, um, by
1: West Ham Mall. Across the street yep. from
0: West Ham Mall, so we go across the street, and it was like JC welcoming me back with its warm, loving grandma embrace. You it's know,
1: Coles like may not want you anymore, but I do.
0: Yes. Come on. And there's no one else here. It's, come on in. <laughs> no one's visited us in so long. No not since Becca was here. <laughs> and, you know, we ended up buying a new jacket, too. Oh. I got a Van Heusen jacket out of the deal. And, I mean, I'm, I'm excited, you know.
1: Yeah, well, so. it's also good to know. So now when my husband goes looking for stuff, I'll be like, go to JCPenney.
0: Yeah, forget that. Call. I mean, sorry, Coles.
1: Well, my mom like, retires from if you're, there, so she gets her lifelong discount. Oh. So I get texts randomly, like, hey friends and family time. Let me know if you need anything. And so, like, whenever, like, the kids need something and I wasn't able to pick it up at the consignment sale, I'm like, hey, the boys can
0: use pajamas well, the kids, or by whatever. By definition, the kids are younger than hipper than we are, so uh, that's fine. I mean, you're, you're not buying clothes for your dad at Kohl's anymore. No. It's because, like me, he would have aged out of Kohl's.
1: I mean, my mom might try, but I don't know. I don't, I don't keep up
0: with their daily on. would be hilarious to to see how it looks. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's give a plug. Uh, before we do the ad for Bone Zones, I'll remind you that uh, we're going to be hosting the Carnes Christmas Parade. Yes. Um, and it's uh, Mike from Warren Drugs is going to be the uh, MC. Uh,
1: Mike Gordon from Mike Gordon Gordon's Drugs.
0: Well, never mind, Warren. Forget, forget about you. <laughs> Mike Gordon from Gordon Drugs. Yep. Much better than the other guy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's going to be our grand marshal for oh. Saturday. Oh, step off is at... Nine? Nine? That sounds oh, no.
0: right. Yeah, we usually were there... At, uh, we're there
1: like 7.30. Oh, like don't say
0: 7.30. That's ridiculous. 8.30? 8. 8.15? 8.15. It's
1: been a year. I have slept since then. I'll have to check my calendar. <laughs>
0: That's a line from uh, Last Christmas by Wham, isn't it? It's been a year, so...
1: Uh, don't Wham Whamageddon you... me.
0: Oh, are, you at, are you a Wham
1: againer? I, I play Wham I am
0: I am the opposite. I try to hear that song every day leading up to I Christmas. I mean, look,
1: I'm not mad when I finally hear it, but I actually made it last year. I won oh, Wham! Again last oh, year. I mean, because I, so you can hear you can hear remakes.
0: Explain. Remakes. Explain. Okay, so, for those of you who like me, like me, who love Wham's Last Christmas. So
1: Wham's Last Christmas is such song. a popular Christmas so song. So it's practically impossible to make it. Between Thanksgiving and Christmas, without hearing the song, it's possible.
0: It's not Mar- Mariah
1: Carey. Uh it's close. All right. Um, so the whole point of Wham! Again is to make it as long as you can in the holiday season without hearing Wham's version of Last Christmas. Now, if you hear a remix or whatever, like Taylor Swift's yeah, version, like
0: Taylor yeah. parentheses Taylor's, Taylor's version. version.
1: <laughs> um, so if if you hear one of those, that's fine. You're still in the game. Um, last year is the first year I actually made it. All so that means us. you so didn't I, listen to
0: me on the radio at all.
1: So That's what it's I'm learning. weird That's now okay. that I'm not okay. in radio, I, was playing, I don't actually get to listen to the radio. I was as on much an, as an all Christmas
0: station last year, is what I'm saying. This year, I don't think we're doing all Christmas.
1: But so it is a require, like a requirement. It is um, against the rules to stream through my work computer. Okay. So, and then if I, and then. The Wi-Fi in our building is so bad that it know? cuts in and out for my phone. So I just don't bother putting it on my phone, and I don't have an old-fashioned radio to just turn on the radio. How in my do you office.
0: know? I mean, if you're listening, if you're driving home, listening to some bobs, how do you know to turn it off in time to avoid?
1: Well, you, you can't, and that's the point. So it's it's all complete chance. You could walk into JCPenney, and it could be playing. Oh, it like, will. You're like, oh, i getting got getting." It was, know.
0: actually. They already were already playing so, Christmas songs when I was there well, at both Kohl's and JCPenney. But was
1: it before Thanksgiving? Oh,
0: well before well, Thanksgiving. Well, then you're fine. Was, you're still um,
1: safe. You're still in the game.
0: No, I want to hear it. I well, you can it.
1: purposefully lose the game. It's You don't have to play. I, I,
0: what if I work on a radio station where I get to talk up that exciting intro?
1: Well, then you do you, boo. <laughs> But that's the point. Can you make it all the holiday season without hearing wham last Christmas? Well, then
0: I don't like you because it means you're tuning me out. (laughs) Boo on you. I'm sorry. I know Manta Manta won't never watch this, but if Manta is the queen of of Whamageddon... She's
1: the one who reminds me every year. I'm like, yes, it is Whamageddon. She posts the rules.
0: She enforces the rules. Yep,
1: yep. She wants to keep up with if you've been, you know, Whamageddon. She'll
0: check the the playlist of whatever station you claim to be listening to to make sure that you're not lying.
1: I mean, she's a little busier than that, but yeah. All right,
0: anyway. Uh, Bonezones.com, don't forget the S, is where you can get autographed merchandise from uh, Dr. Bill Bass, whether it's the long-sleeve winter version of the Body Farm t-shirt, or whether it's some cozy winter reading like uh, Carved in Bone or any of the Dr. Brockton thriller mystery series or the nonfiction works like Death's Acre, I mm-hmm. was, uh, I'm excited because I have been uh, conscripted at the uh, to give another Body Farm lecture.
1: Oh, that's exciting. One of the
0: people from the Von Or Library who um, hired us to come down and give the speech in September, I guess it was, uh, has sent us back in uh, March? I had to choose between February and March, and I thought, you know, that date in February is when it always floods. So I'm going to pick off has frequently we've had bad weather okay. at the end of February. I
1: was like, what? The
0: past few Februaries, we've had a lot of rain. I don't know. I'm hopeful that we get rain this year because we're overdue. So I was about to say we need rain right now. we don't need, a, don't need a soaking flood of it. Anyway, so March, end of March, I'll be doing another Body Farm presentation. So you can hire me to do this tribute to Dr. Bass where I play audio clips of me talking with Dr. Bass, and uh, I've got slides of dead people, and all the fun stuff that you would want. Uh, Or, and we sell the merch, including all these amazing array of different colored T-shirts, a lot of them orange, with pictures of Dr. Bass on them. Uh, It's fun stuff, you know, if you're interested in that kind of degree of science.
1: uh, Well, it is interesting, and it's what so many television shows are based off, is forensic science, and that's basically he's... I don't know if he was a pioneer, but he's one of the foremost.
0: Yeah, I mean, all that um, stuff about you can see on. on, I used to go to CSI with Grissom was the expert in analyzing how long it takes a maggot to eat some corpse. Mm -hmm. Well, that was all figured out at the Body Farm. They didn't know that. It was all Dr. Bass's, and he won't take credit for it because he says, "Well, I started a graduate program so that students wanting to get their PhDs would have." stuff they could study. So we had a guy who wants to come in and do PhD, write his PhD on how insects work. Somebody else who wants to do about the, the fluids that escape the gases that escape the different things. So, I mean, Dr. Bass is a genius and he knows all this stuff, but it was, he gives the credit to his students for doing the work, the actual research. That's what the whole point of us starting a graduate program is. Anyway, Bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had a uh, I wanted to tell you about you're familiar with Jimmy Kimmel, right?
1: Yeah, of course. Right.
0: I th- I thought I might tell this story on the podcast cuz it would be fun. Hey, let me take a sip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you um you to sure know him from your radio days in LA, right? Right,
0: right. We worked together at KROQ on the Kevin and Bean show. I was the producer and he was the writer mm-hmm. and we shared an office and when we would go on um remotes to different cities. Someone went to Seattle. We went to... um, Sometimes it was just even in the greater L.A. area. Uh, Well,
1: yeah, because L.A. is like three hours from L.A. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Or if we were going to do an early morning thing at Disneyland, uh, Disneyland would put us up in the Disneyland Hotel the night before so that all we had to do was, you know, wake up, shower, and walk to the remote to start at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Well... Kevin would get his own room. Bean would get his own room, and then and the rest, you know, like uh, Professor Anne, Marianne, yeah, uh, bunk up. We would bunk up. So uh, Mark Davis, who was A.K.A. Richard Cheese, and Lightning, who was the uh, associate producer at the time, became the producer when I left. Yeah, um, they would usually share a room. In fact, I think they were even shared an apartment to save money. They were roommates in real life. Uh, wow. That's and a then, lot of
1: time together. And
0: Jimmy would always say, I'll room a Frank." He would, like, call me, <laughs> like, you know, put dibs on me right away. Yeah. And I just, because I'm, yeah, I guess I'm just the easiest, you know, I'm not going to.
1: I mean, I think you're easy to get along with.
0: Yeah, plus I'm, he knows that I'm not going to, uh, I'll leave the room.
1: You're clean, a considerate person. Clean
0: enough. You know, everything will be, the bathroom's going to be clean enough. The room's going to be clean enough. Everything's going to be fine for one night, two nights. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, the, so with given that history, given that background, um, there was a bit, my friend Tim Poutre, mm-hmm. who used to be a radio producer for um, Gary Bryan, he worked at C100, he worked um, with uh, oh, well. Ben and Bryan and uh, Phoenix and mm-hmm. JB and Sandy in, in Austin, I don't know. And I think they, they were on in Dallas for a little while, too, J.B. and Sandy. Oh, and Tim, I'm from
1: Houston. We don't talk about Dallas. Never mind.
0: Well, anyway, J., he, Tim, Tim worked with them. That was, like, I think one of his favorite...
1: Yeah, like, he worked like, with a lot of big talents. His
0: favorite yeah. jobs was working with J.B. and Sandy.
1: Yeah. Well, anyhow,
0: now um, he's doing... He's a Santa Claus. Oh. So he... And he likes to wear the uh, old-timey bathing suits, and he does beach Santa pictures. So you go back to Malibu, and there's Santa <laughs> Tim, or beach Santa Tim, and you get your picture made, or he'll he'll... You can hire him to pop in and visit you. Well, that's what okay. happened. He texts me. He says, You've got to watch Jimmy Kimmel tonight. I'm on it. And he's doing the Santa he's, as Santa Claus. But he's not beach Santa. He's got traditional, you know, fur lined Santa on there. Okay. So I tune in, or he actually sends me the link the next day in reality.
1: <laughs> I was about to say, Did you stay up that late?
0: No, no. Plus, I'd have to fi- plug in the TV to watch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Your TV's not even plugged in? Well,
0: I mean, it's plugged into Roku the uh oh, there's something, yeah. something wrong with the over the i mean the over the air thing it works, but the sound isn't doesn't work so i can watch regular i can watch over the air t v silently but i don't i haven't missed it so
1: fair enough yeah
0: I can watch everything on we, we the roku. only
1: ever go over to live t v when there's sports exactly
0: on. and some of that you can get through the roku anyway so fair. I watched the bit and i i immediately am r- reminded of something that a prank that Jimmy played on me so Jumping back now, so we know that we're about to hear about Tim on on um, Jimmy Kimmel Live. Yes, I'm now jumping back to the 1990s, okay. and we are in. Uh, I feel like er- we
1: should have like that flashback <laughs> <screen> <laughs> effect.
0: <laughs> it's the uh, early 19, 19- mid 1990s, and there's a K Rock Weenie Roast concert. Okay, which means uh, out big outdoor concert, and we yeah. had like you know huge bands. We had uh, no doubt when they were nobody. <gasps> well, we had and I they love- were. They're fantastic. They're from Orange County, so this is mm-hmm. like their hometown gig. You know, yeah. for them, it was like almost like a lo- here's this local band. I was gonna say,
1: was this before, or after their Tragic Kingdom debut?
0: Right around the same time. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they were. We had. They were getting big. They got big because of K Rock. Okay. K Rock was a, a broke a lot of big bands and made yeah. them famous. So they would play. You know. Was, they, yeah. Yeah, they would. A lot of them would play these concerts. Well, there was so the concerts over. I think it was a two. It might have been a two day concert, and uh, that year. Yeah. And. They have Kiss one year, just for, because to be like, ironically, we had Kiss in full makeup with fireworks. I know. Awesome. Unbelievable. It was like. <laughs> so, one year we had a bunch of bands, and we're, all, and we're back at the hotel. Yeah. So, those of us on staff have rooms, and so do some of the bands. Okay. So, so we're in the lobby bar. And I wish I could tell you which alternative band it was, but it wasn't somebody who went on to become huge, huge, but yeah. well-known enough.
1: Yeah, like if, maybe a one or two hit wonder type. If
0: I could remember, you'd be like,
1: oh, yeah, I remember them. Yeah.
0: So they're in the lobby. Everyone's talking. And I'm like, okay, I'm done. So I said goodnight. I went upstairs and went to my room. Okay. Which I shared with Which you shared with Jimmy. <laughs> okay. Then, uh, so I'm asleep, and I just get, I wake up a little bit, and I just get this feeling that somebody's looking at me.
1: That's creepy. And I'm laying
0: in bed and I wake up, open my eyes, and uh, the entire room is full of everybody who had been in the lobby bar the, <laughs> the alternative band, the staff members, any, I mean, I think some strangers who are just fans, um, <gasps> oh my Jimmy, God. and they're all looking at me, waiting for me to wake up. And um, Jimmy told me later he was so disappointed because he said, You sleep like the grandma in a Bugs Bunny cartoon. They wanted, I don't know what they expected. Did
1: they want you to be like flailing around having yes. night hairs?
0: They wanted me to be sleeping in the nude with, uh, you know, oh who, who knows, with the, you know, like Like this. <sighs> Actually, uh, there was this woman named Spanky McFarlane who was in a group called Spanky and our gang and she still had the apartment next to me when I first moved to L.A. And she would sleep with her windows open and the TV on loud and the lights on and I walked by, I made a mistake of glancing and she was exactly that. You know, naked on the bed, I thought, yeah. Oh. Anyway. Close the blinds. Close the blinds, thank you, McFarlane. But, uh, so, they were disappointed. I'm just like... Rah, 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 rah. Yeah. Just... <laughs> so, that was the end of the prank, right? All right. Well, apparently, P- Jimmy now has people play this prank on him, on a regular basis, on his show. So, appa- he's had, uh, I think he mentioned Dua Lipa and... Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know, who else? That's the only name I can remember right now. But a bunch of current pop stars yeah. have met, teamed up with Jimmy's wife and the camera crew and everyone on the show. Jimmy's wife, I think, works on the show. Yeah. And they they go in and they wake up Jimmy and they play a song and they dance and they throw on the lights. and they, they do a big, you know. Like down here... Uh, Withick used to do the big orange wake-up where they would get some yeah, people from the marching that. band would come into someone's bedroom and start playing Rocky Top. Mm-hmm. Same concept. It's an yeah. old-timey radio bit uh, that's been around forever, but now they do it on Jimmy's show to him.
1: So here's the question. Does Jimmy know when it's going to happen?
0: Um, so cynically, I'll say yes. But uh, they, they play it like he doesn't. Yeah. because So now I'm ready to watch this bit with my friend Tim dressed as Santa Claus to wake up jimmy kimmel and it's like november 1st yeah you see where i'm going with this okay it's like the begin. it's time to thaw out christmas and who is there with my buddy tim to walk in on jimmy kimmel but mariah i was going to
1: say mariah carey right carey. like has to be so
0: here's jimmy here, here's my buddy tim <laughs> i'm and here's mariah carey and they're like this together <laughs> <laughs> and they're going, okay. And
1: Let's wake up Jimmy. In
0: they go, and they've got people dressed as elves, and they got people with glitter.
1: I was about to say, was there a glitter bomb? You have to have a
0: glitter bomb. And, the, and, and Jimmy's like, hello? And they throw on the lights and make all the noise, and they play a recording of. Uh, da da oh, da da da. And Jimmy's reaction is, You're still coming on the show tomorrow, right? So, to Mariah Carey, and she said yes, because apparently this whole thing was a bit to set up. To promote. During the monologue. And then Mariah was the featured guest on the show that night. But I thought, that's interesting. He's just yeah. same same prank. He's recycling
1: pranks from the <laughs> 90s. Which, <laughs> Get some new stuff, Jimmy.
0: Well, I can't blame him. <laughs> because we were doing those pranks with Don and Mike at Way It in the 80s. And I'm sure somebody did them in the 70s.
1: Yeah. There's some, it's been, some version of that has been around. It's been
0: around and around. Long enough. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for sitting through all that story. I hope you enjoyed it. I did, and do look for us. Actually, we'll be on the uh, the Carnes channel. Carnes has their own YouTube channel, yep. and uh, they'll be streaming the parade live on uh, Saturday morning, nine a.m. And of course, if you miss it, it's still on YouTube. You can still watch the one from last year, or yeah. the year before. And we
1: always reshare it on our social medias as well.
0: So I hope you'll tune in and check that out. Do, um, if, enjoy, if you enjoy audio entertainment, do go to audibletrial.com slash Frank and Friends show for a free 30-day premium membership. Mm-hmm. Try it out. Someone in your life might really enjoy this for Christmas where you can listen to tens of thousands, probably hundreds of thousands by now, of audiobooks and other forms of audio entertainment, including all these podcasts that we keep churning out. Which
1: is really great when you're doing holiday traveling.
0: Absolutely, you want to hear that while you're driving, and uh, have it keep track of where you are. So after you get out of the car, and then you get to Grandma's house, and you just want to go sit up in your old children's bedroom and put your AirPods in and rock. The book will remember where you left off.
1: Yes. Or you can use it as you know positive reinforcement to get to the gym. I have a book that I only listen to when I'm on the treadmill at the gym. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. It's been taking me a very long time to get through this book.
0: I think it's working. It looks like you're doing well.
1: Thank you, thank you. I am down a few. All
0: got, right,
1: got quite a few more to go. I'm glad. I'm, I, I'm glad
0: I did not bring up the cake mix. We'll bring this up on a future episode. I'll okay. save I'll save that for a future story.
1: Mm, yeah, yeah. Because this this season isn't great for the waistline <laughs> not, anyway.
0: Not good. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do check out our merch. In fact, another uh, incentive might be you know buy a smaller size and shrink down into it. Uh, whether you want the beach towel, <laughs> the bucket hat, the hoodie, the mug. Oh, it was the mug oh, show. The mug. Is the
1: mug. I've been showing it a lot today. I've been thirsty this morning.
0: I know. I'm, I'm parched, too. Here's the, here's the hoodie. I love the hoodie. In fact, yes. I need to put that on and head out to the chiropractor's office, which is why I need to wrap the episode. Sorry for the noise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure you uh, like us on uh, the things, the social media. And- it's the
1: Frank and Friends Show on Facebook and Instagram, the YouTube
0: Yes, uh, <laughs> click the thumbs up on YouTube. That helps the algorithm, I'm told. Yep. And uh, subscribe on YouTube because that really makes all the difference in the world. Yep. And we're so desperately close to 1,000. Oh, but yeah, in- help
1: us get there. That'll be a great Christmas present. It's,
0: it's ridiculous. I've been saying this for how many, three years now. It, but it's a uh, gain two, lose one. Gain two, Aww. lose one. It's, it's, you talk about slow progress at the gym?
1: <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I know. It's always like one step forward, two steps back. But
0: I'm not going to worry, about it. worry about it. I can't worry about it. If it happens, it happens. And it'll be, not because of me, It'll be because of you. Oh, I mean, ninety-eight percent of the people who watch this channel are non-subscribers.
1: Oh, for- yeah, so- just mash the subscribe button. Yeah.
0: So, anyway, there you go. Uh, thanks a lot for watching. I'm Frank Murphy. This is the Frank and Friends show.
1: I'm Becca James,
0: and we'll talk to you again next time. That's not how I usually sign off, is it?
1: No, not at all.
0: It worked though. <laughs> we're, not, we're just, just going to keep it.
1: <laughs> Let's go with it. It's fine. It's all fine. The fire is all around us.
0: This we're fine. It's all good.